When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Quickly go through that team again. Decroot, uh, Tokiaho and Lomax are the front row. Whitelock, Scott Barrett, the, the locks. Frizzell, Kane, captain of, of course, uh, Savia at uh, the other loose forwards. Uh, Aaron Smith, the Moonga. Clark, Havili, Yuani, Rico Yuani, Will Jordan, Geordie Barrett. No change from the starting 15 from last week that I can see. Uh, and off the bench will come Dane Coles, George Bauer, uh, Fletcher Newell, Brody Retallick back in the squad, Dalton Papali'i, uh, Finlay Christie, Bowden Barrett, and Quintapaya will be the uh, utility back reserve as well. So that is it. Uh, we got a text this morning at 10 to 10 from Daz in Newcastle. He said, good morning, Smithy. We have all thought big changes were going to be made in the past and nothing major was done. What makes us think this time it will be any different? Daz, you have a crystal ball, my friend. Thanks for listening from that far away. Jim Case joins us, of course. Uh, he's the producer of Breakdown, but a very noted uh, rugby uh, analyst and journalist in his own right. Jim, uh, are you surprised? Smithy, I guess I'm not. I'm sort of sitting here thinking what changes would ha- would I have made to that, to that starting 15. I mean, I guess you could have brought Brody Retallick straight in at lock. Um, but I actually like the front row. Uh, I don't think... I, I never really thought they were going to change uh, open side flanker. Um, so I guess the changes to the bench are, are the ones that I applaud, you know, bringing Dalton Papali'i Barrett back. Um, Colsey, I like having Colsey on the bench and there's one other that I can't think of off the top of my head but there, there are four changes to the bench um, I would say it is an absolute travesty what has happened to Stephen Perifetta he got 50, sec- 50 seconds off the bench in a losing average performance in an average test match in Christchurch and may never play for the All Blacks again because will he get a game in the in the Brazil Cup, but it's hard to see that happening. And then probably Damien McKenzie will come back in for the end of year tour. So you know, I'd like to be wrong. I think the guy deserves more than that horrible 15 seconds that he got. But it's pretty appalling, really, the way that he's been treated there. I totally agree. Uh, I'm, I'm, I just can't help but thinking, um, Jim, that this is a missed opportunity, and uh, they're running out. Those opportunities to to discover things. Uh, yep. I mean, how set in his how set in his ways? How set in concrete is Ian Foster? Well, by the look of the last couple of weeks, very set, isn't he? Um, you know. But again, I mean, I just don't think they have too many options. Really. Yeah, we've got a very average midfield. We've still got um, a fullback playing second five and, and a wing playing centre. And you know, even when he played exceptionally well. 
against South Africa in in, um, in South Africa. I'm talking Rico Ioane here. You know, as Jeff Wilson said to me, he still played like a winger at centre. Rico Ioane is a world-class wing, and he's a pretty good centre. Um, you know, maybe maybe they could have switched Geordie to the other wing and, and put Will Jordan at fullback because, you know, Will Jordan, he seems to be a bit wasted on the wing, doesn't get much ball and, until right at the end when they seem to throw it to him and say, here you go, rescue us. Um, I, I think that they're, yes, they're running out of, out of opportunities. I completely agree with that. But I think they equally sort of painted themselves into a bit of a corner where, you know, where else do they go? I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do like that front row. It's a young, very good scrummaging, very energetic front row. Again, Smitty, Tokyo, Hamasani Tokyo, alongside um, Adi Sabi would be the best all-black on the, on the field. They took him off after 44 minutes. It just seemed madness to me. I was incredulous when they took him off. Why would you take him off? It's like taking off a fast bowler who's just taken three wickets. Oh, we'll give you a spell mm. now, chap. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand. Well, I, I don't understand that at all. No, there was totally no logic in that. When you consider that half time these days, uh, Jim, is 15 minutes. They've been sitting there and yes. cooling their, you know, and regaining their lungs yes. and things for 15 minutes. And four minutes later, um, you know, they're gone. Um, when they had. Uh, an area, look, was it not that long ago, Jim, not that long ago that we were really concerned about our front row? All of a sudden we seem to have found one. We don't want to use yep. it. I know. It's madness. And, and look, if they'd replaced them at half-time, I'd actually have more respect for that position because you're saying, OK, you've given us 40, let's go with another lot for 40 minutes. But to change it four minutes into the second half just seemed, I don't know, senseless and silly to me. Uh, and you're dead right, we were... We were sort of fossicking around for a front row, uh, but now in the likes of the Groot, I really like George Bauer, um, Samasoni, obviously. Uh, there, there's some, you know, there's some good props coming through, and I think we're okay there. We, I think your Blacks still need a bit of depth at lock, um, and it's a, it's a bit of a pity that Josh Lord got injured, uh, and and I still would have liked. What are they going to do? How long does Dalton Papali get? Do they, do they again take their skipper off after 50-odd minutes? That'll be interesting as well. And, you know, actually, Smithy, if there's one guy who's missing from this all-black setup, it's Brad Weber. Brad Weber seems to bring something different to a game, and, and he, I, would have, I would like to have seen him in that squad, and I just think that Aaron Smith, who has been a magnificent halfback, has become a bit one-dimensional. He just passes and passes and passes, and he actually reminds me of the great George Gregan, and he deserves to sit alongside George Gregan. But George Gregan, toward the end of his career, really just became a, a halfback who passed, and we need a halfback that does more than that. Well, a halfback that passes and box kicks. I can promise you that as well, Jim. But, uh, yeah, and you're right, yeah, because it's absolutely, it's absolutely no threat around the fringes. And what we need to do against this Argentinian loose forward trio is commit them around the fringes because they, you try and hit them out wide, they're waiting for you. How, now, this is the other thing that gets me, right? Joe Smith's come in to formulate the attack plan. He's only been there uh, a very brief piece, uh, moment of time, really, to be honest. But there yep. are no changes to our pivots there. There are no changes to our, our playmakers, um, aside from the fact that Bowden Barrett is on the bench. So where, where, how do we break them down? Are, are they going to be any smaller or any less committed in defence, Argentina? <laughs> 
No, and look, they've made a remarkable 95% of their tackles. I think they missed seven in 80 minutes of rugby. But I also think the All Blacks made it extremely easy for them, as you're alluding to, particularly in that second half, when all the All Blacks really did was one-off runners. I mean, you can coach a first 15 to, to defend against one-off runners. So you're right, they need to do something different. There needs to be more invention. There needs to be better use of the full field uh, rather than just in and around the fringes. Maybe better use of old-fashioned grubber kicks through to get in behind. Somehow they have to turn the Argentinians around because there's not a team anywhere in the world that enjoys turning and going back. No team does. So you've got to, you've got to get them turning around. You've got to get them in two minds. Um, you've got to have a variation in the attack. They had enough ball. They had 63% of the ball. So they certainly had enough ball to do more with it than they did. But they were extremely predictable, extremely one-dimensional. And as you say, if they do that again... And Hamilton, well, the RGs will be up for that challenge again. But, you know, making that number of tackles is wonderful. But when you look at the attack that you're up against, it, it kind of explains it a little bit. It puts it into a bit of context that actually a lot of them were just one-on-one tackles. But, you know, yeah. So, so Jim, okay, you've talked about T, uh, Stephen Perifetta, and, and that is that will be one of the most unanswered questions in the history of bar talk as, as to what they were doing there. But here's the other thing. <laughs> Hey, um, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, what, what ground have they made with Roger Tuivasa-Shek? Um, and two, players like Tupu Vai, you know, um, wh- where's the encouragement for, for, for these kind of players? Philal Fokitava, what did he do wrong to be totally eliminated uh, from w- what mm. appears to be totally eliminated from proceedings? W- what, is, yeah. what is the thinking here? Where's the lack of faith? Because they have had no um, time and performance to justify a lack of faith. And you, yes, I agree. Roger Tuivasa-Shek, I'd go back a step as well and say, what did he do in Super Rugby that convinced that he was an all-black? Because he hadn't really produced anything in Super Rugby that said he was going to be an all-black. Okay, so that's point one. They did pick him. Fair enough, they picked him. But they've given him no opportunity to then back up that selection. And really, he's not even getting game time in NPC to, uh, to further his education in rugby. Because we've got to remember, this is his first year in rugby. So it was a questionable decision to pick him in the first place. Uh, and, and now they've done, as you say, nothing really to advance these people. They, so many of these guys should be playing every week in NPC rugby, and then at least they've got some form where, yes, they could present a challenge to the starting 15 or to the, the, the run on the play in 23. But they haven't been given those opportunities, have they, as you say? Um, Vai is a good example of that. The man's a, a wrecking machine, but when are we going to get him... When are we going to see him do that? And we're not. So, yeah, I think there's, a, there's logic that's hard to find in a lot of the decisions that are being made in and around the All Black selections. And good coaches will tell you that 70% of coaching is selection. Yeah. Well, Jim, I think you probably will summed it up there in that last statement. Um, I thank you very much for coming on so quickly after the announcement. I share your sentiments, and I can promise you right here and now, sitting and looking at our text, uh, our text board, um, everyone does. Basically, everyone shares your sentiments. It's baffling that uh, they haven't tried to invent something out of what they had last week, which is nothing. In fact, if you look at the side very quickly, you'd say, I'm sorry, that's not this week's side. I'm still looking at last week's side. That's how it appears to me. Uh, hey, Jimmy. Jimmy, uh, thanks very much, mate. Great work, and I appreciate your time. Thank you. Lovely to chat. No worries, bud. Bye-bye. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. 
chicken and maccas together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.